All right. Aftershocks, Tremors, we're back here. Matt Hartnett, Chris Aiken with you guys. Chris, what's going on, man? Good to see you as always. How you doing? I am good, man. How you been? Been real good, man. I'm glad we could do another one of these. Um, you know, for a while there, it looked like we might not be able to do one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we we obviously did one back in August. Um, we got this back on track back then. And then, of course, there was a detour for a while there. Obviously, uh, as most people know who listen to the network and listen to the yeah. show, you got COVID. Uh, you were hospitalized. And yes. you know, it was a tough battle you went through. So uh, I'm just glad that we can, you know, uh, continue to do this. I'm glad you're, you're now uh, alive and well and you're getting better and better by the day. And, uh, yeah, so just great to see you back on here and uh, glad we could do this again, man. Well, I had more metal to talk about, so I wasn't going to let something stupid like COVID take me out. No <laughs> <way>. <laughs> so no, about it, the metal. <laughs> it sucked, dude. There ain't no lying about that. It it fucking sucked being that yeah. sick. And I and I I, I I I've told you this off air. I've never been that sick before, like mm. sick sick. You mm. know, I've been through my stuff like everybody else, but nothing like that. And whew, mm-hmm. I'm, I advise everybody stay the hell away from anybody that has COVID because my <laughs> God, you do not want it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. But all yeah. better. Took me, you know, five, five, six weeks actually to get to get where I feel like even now. I mean, it's been five, six weeks out, I guess, at this point, and I'm still at like a steady ninety percent. I feel good. Okay. I actually went out this week and had a, had a few drinks with the girls. Nice. So, mm-hmm. so needless to say, I'm, I'm back, so you're back. thinking again. That's for yeah. Sure. You're back. You're yeah. going out drinking with a girl. You're back. It's Chris yeah. back everybody. <laughs> but I and, will say the, the weird thing about it was getting in and out of the bar that we went to. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I went in the bar and I'm like, <gasps> you know, I'm breathing all hard for five minutes and same mm-hmm. with coming out. There's, there's still that lingering thing, but I look, there's so many people that are dying from this shit. I'm not one of them. I'm one of the very few that didn't, that's been hospitalized and, mm-hmm. you know, in really bad shape. So good for me. And, uh, you know, I can't complain. There's no, no use complaining about it. Sure. man. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, it's, it's tough, man. You know, obviously with COVID uh, we're seeing, you know, speaking of COVID, obviously there's so many, you know, but because of it, just tours are being canceled again. Shows right. are getting canceled. So, you know, it's it's still out there, obviously. And um, but you know, like I said, we're we're glad obviously that you're healthy now and, and on the men for the most part, yeah. you said you're about 90%. So that's great. And I'm glad we could do this again. And yeah, uh, just you know, glad to see you back uh doing what you do best, talking metal and talking lots of shit, right? <laughs> yep, that's it, man. That's, that's what I was born to do, run my mouth. <laughs> uh, awesome, man. Well, obviously, too, you know, um CMS network a lot of a lot of changes or happenings you know things getting kind of muzzled around a little bit obviously things are still going well with the network um you know but obviously a couple of things new that i guess we just want to talk to the listeners about um obviously the first thing is um shockwave skull sessions with bob nalbandian uh bob as we know he's now working on a new project uh we can't really say yet um, but he's he's working on it. It's going to be really cool. Everyone's going to be happy. Whoever you know was fans of Bob and his previous documentaries and all the work he's done. So yeah, Skull Sessions is going to be on hiatus. Hiatus, excuse me for mm-hmm. for quite a while. I mean, this is probably going to take you know. I'm assuming you know we don't know how long, but probably At least a, couple a year. Of years. I would think. Yeah, yeah, a year to two years. I would think to yeah. get this uh, his documentary going. So um, yeah, so uh, for the Skull Sessions fans out there, they're just going to have to 
either listen to the old uh, episodes or just kind of, you know, um, just listen to more and watch more Aftershocks, CMS, talking to Infinity and Poppet's Corner. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, 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 and for people that are fans of it, we're not, <clears throat> I mean, we're, there's no falling out between us and Bob. Let me put no, that out not. there first no. because people will immediately start thinking that, that we're putting a good spin on mm. something. It's not yeah, like true. that at all. We're, we're all good. Um, to the to the level that we're not even taking the skull sessions off of um, off the website, off of CMSPN or, you know, the skull sessions page is still up there. All the videos are still up on Rumble and YouTube and wherever you see the videos. The same with the podcast We're we're, you know, we got to respect when when any of us have to go make money. You know, that's yes. just the, that's just mm -hmm. the bottom line to it. As much mm -hmm. as all of us would love to say, yeah, this is what we do for a job, man. We just sure. interview the rock stars. No, <laughs> no, this is this is the fuck around time after we go make our money, you know, mm -hmm. so exactly. So Bob is out there making his money. And unlike the rest of us, Bob gets to do really cool stuff to make his money. Yeah. So, you know, mm -hmm. Bob is when you guys hear what Bob's doing, you guys will be like, yeah, that's cool. Can't wait to buy it. Same as same as with all the inside metal stuff and the uh Band versus brand, you know, they've all been great. So this one, I, I have no doubt will be great as well. And um, yeah, Skull Sessions will be back or maybe Bob does one uh, every six months or something, which will make it like mm -hmm. a special treat. But mm -hmm. whatever he decides to do at that point, you know, it'll be on the CMS uh, on the CMS network. So, mm -hmm. yeah, but good, good for him. And, you know, I, I'm happy for him personally, you know, that he's he's got this opportunity because he seemed. I don't know. I don't know if you think this, but it seemed like he was ready for another project. Yeah. I mean, it's been, I mean, he, you know, unfortunately with the Bay Area Godfathers that he did both parts. I mean, it's, it's a film that our, our lovely co-host here, Mr. Chris Aiken starred in. And um, unfortunately, you know, with COVID hitting, that just put sort of the, you know, it's really unfortunate what happened with that whole thing. There was this big, you know, screen that was going to happen out here in the Bay Area. You would have yeah. come out for it. And there's going to be a whole bunch of musicians and, and industry people come and see it. And that hit right. I mean, pretty much that was coming out like a week after COVID. Yeah. You know, the lockdown happened. Um, so because of that, it never really got the push and the and the, the buzz and just that, that, you know, just the... You know, when you release something, I mean, there's always that, you know, the big excitement, you know, that uh -huh. you, whether it's an album or anything you're putting out artistically. And there was all this stuff planned, and all of a sudden you got hit and it just kind of got squashed. And then, of course, yeah. it's never, you know, it, Bob tried to, they did do a screening for the second part uh, about a week or so ago up here in the Bay right. Area, a little place in Vallejo up here in the Northern California. But um, obviously, it's not like it would have been a couple years ago when uh, there was planned yeah. to do that in, in San Francisco. But yeah, so. You know, great movies. If anyone hasn't uh, seen those yet, both are great documentaries, uh, part one and part two. Barry Godfathers, definitely check those out. Obviously, Bob's done Band vs. Brand. He's got all the Inside LA Metal series. So, like right. you said, it was just a matter of time that he was going to do something else. And this is probably going to be his biggest project to date, which is great. Um, so, yeah, he definitely, I think, was kind of ready to do uh, another one. I'm glad he is because he's great yeah. at what he does. With yeah. Absolutely, man. I, no, I, I can't wait till. Now I want a year to go by, two years to go by, so I can see this thing because I, I just uh -huh. know it's going to be cool. And, um, you know, but but good on Bob. And, you know, just to reiterate, no bad blood. So don't send me any emails, people, or messages or whatever. Said, What's the real scoop behind yeah, right. you? <laughs> Dude, I promise you I will get that one. It, no, it, it, sure happens, it happens every time there's any kind of a change with any. Same thing happened with Toomey. 
The minute mm-hmm. Toomey went over to Knotfest, how how many of those did I read to you that were like, oh, what's really going on, man? What's going on, yeah. Fuck <laughs> that guy, <laughs> asshole. Uh, it's like, dude, you know, people do. Again, you got to make your money. Yeah. You know, that was the same thing with Toomey. He got offered a lot of money to do mm-hmm. what he was doing here. Exactly. We were like, bro, go take care of your family, man. Absolutely. You know, what you mean? know. this is, um, you know, and it's hard these days, obviously, to get an opportunity like that to go make yeah. money in music. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you get something like that, yeah, I mean, like I said, everyone's got to take that opportunity. You got to run with it. And yeah, like you said, Jimmy did it. Bob's, you know, doing it. Yeah. And like you said, he'll, you know, uh, I'm sure Skull Sessions, whenever the time is right, whenever he's done with everything and he's got free time again, it'll yeah. be back. You know, Absolutely. and like you said, he and I'm sure, and I'm sure he'll do an episode here or there, uh, sure. special treat episodes for the for the fans as well. Exactly. And what'll yeah. be cool too is when he comes back, then he'll have a lot new stuff to talk, a lot of to new stuff about. to talk about as well from doing this project. So it, it's all good. It's a good thing. That's that's really the bottom line to that. Absolutely, yeah. And then also on CMS Network. Uh, so Tremors. Now this is going to be a weekly thing. We're going to start doing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is good. I mean, we've always, you know, one of the things that, that I was talking about with you, Chris, obviously was when I was looking on heavy metal television and I was looking at the aftershocks TV channel and I would watch those episodes. We did the, the live tremors ones. And, mm-hmm. and I remember just being like, man, I really missed doing it. I thought that was a lot of fun sure. um, and, and not so much just the interviews, but just us talking music uh-huh. And so, yeah, and so that was the one thing we talked about was like, hey, why don't we uh, why don't we add some of this, some commentary to our weekly interviews? So this way we're not just putting out interviews. We've also are talking about some other stuff, too, in case people maybe, you know, aren't into a band we're interviewing or maybe just prefer to hear. I mean, everyone does. Everyone loves to hear you talk. We know that because you've been doing it right. for so long. And you've got, you know, obviously with the CMS, you've got uh, such a huge, you know, uh, listenership and following. So, uh you know, we just decided, yeah, you know what? We love talking about music and, and, and just shooting shit. So we're going to go back, put out a weekly Tremors uh, episode every week. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to come out Mondays. And, um, yeah, so I'm really excited to do this. This is this is something yeah. that we've been looking forward to doing for a while, yeah. Yeah, and, and the, the, the nice thing, too, is this, at least on, on my side, is I wanted to do, and, and I'm sure we'll talk about the change that we're making to Aftershocks as a, mm. as a whole. But, mm. um this the combination of the change and you and i doing commentary gives me a chance to talk about stuff that a lot of people do email me about or message about that i don't really get a chance to do which is to talk about stuff other than doc and rat la guns Mm -hmm. you know covid or uh pussy you know you know the five five staples of the cms CMS, yeah (laughs) i I get to talk about about music that is not old i get to talk Mm. about fresh bands and hot bands and maybe not hot but most of these are really not gonna be huge huge name stuff we're still gonna Mm. do i'm still gonna do that stuff but we're gonna Mm. we're gonna break it up so that it's uh you know it's two different elements and for those of you that like to hear me or Matt or both talk about music that's not classic 80s, you know, hairband stuff, this is going to be your shot. This is going to be where we do it. So it's it's actually going to be like a fresh new deal and not just a rehash of other stuff. Mm-hmm, exactly. And, and as you mentioned, um, <clears throat> you're going to be interviewing, uh, you know, one, one of the things we always talked about when we started the show 
was we wanted to, because we were both on shows that focused on the 80s music, as you just said, we wanted to focus more on some recent music or just really mm-hmm. things from maybe the 90s and above. Right. Um, but then we obviously, during COVID, we, we had opportunities to talk to, you know, as many, all these artists, and a lot of them happened to be 80s artists, and it was uh-huh. it was great doing it. I mean, I enjoyed it so much. Um, but, that, but then we also decided, you know what, maybe uh, we need to put some more focus in one area in terms of we can – Get, still do those 80s interviews, which is something that's mm-hmm. obviously in your wheelhouse. You've been doing sure. that for a long time. And um, as well as maybe doing something also where we're focused on newer bands or bands that were, you know, mm-hmm. after the 80s. And so, yes, yeah, so going forward, <clears throat> you're going to be doing interviews with those uh, with those uh, musicians and um, and people in the industry. And then, I'll, you know, for, for Tremors, I'm going to be interviewing some of the newer bands, some of the Stoner, Doom, Thrash. Yeah. 90s you know grunge all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um so we're going to still have everything we're just going to kind of separate a little bit so that also yeah. you know um since we're still going to put out two a week mm-hmm. right mondays we're going to have aftershocks tremors what we're doing right now um yeah. and then of course on thursdays is when we'll have probably one of those uh, interviews that you're going to do um yeah the cms music CMS stuff music. Right. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. And, and i think that's kind of a cool break and and you know the unique thing is 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 and, and this goes this is kind of behind the curtain shit, but that really plays better for both of us because the scheduling is quite the problem. Yes, <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, the scheduling is you know you have a day job, I don't have a day job, but I'm usually busy a lot of nights, mm. so it's like yeah. okay, this is going to free us up to do a lot more, a lot more stuff because I can do the day stuff, which is generally these old guys that go to bed at ten thirty and. <laughs> You know, and the, and and the, most of the bands on the on you know on Tremors or on on Aftershocks are stoner guys that wake up at eight o'clock at night. You know, exactly, it's, yeah, exactly. It's kind of a perfect. It's kind yeah. of a perfect storm. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it's going to be cool, and you're still going to get. Bottom line is, if you if you want to discover new bands, you'll discover them on Monday. If you want to hear what the old bands are still doing, you'll find them on Thursday. So exactly. that's kind of that's kind of where we're at with with that so yeah we're shaking things up dude i got other things i haven't even told you about that's not even on the list i really yeah i just i just demoed this tonight actually was the first night of it with um with the talking into infinity thing okay but we are now able to as we go forward broadcast the live shows live on heavy metal television that's awesome yeah Mm -hmm. so I tested it tonight and it works okay. perfectly with we it worked perfectly with talking into infinity. So going forward, any of your live shows, you know, which will be tremors, I would imagine we'll get the tremors mm-hmm. going live and it'll mm-hmm. be um um talking into infinity and it'll be classic metal show. They will be live on on heavy metal television. So fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just another element and you know. When we're done here tonight, I'm going to I'm going to put my uh, programming hat on and see if I can't figure out how to take the live element of this stuff now and put it on the Roku and on the Amazon sticks. Wow. Nice. So, That'd be even better. Yeah. This so is good. Wow. I'm, I'm really working, you know, now that I'm now that I'm back healthy again and I can I can think straight. I'm actually getting back involved with really trying to to get the push now so that when we hit the new year, we hit the new year, a lot more like a TV station than we are now. Right now we're sort of right now. We're, I don't know what you'd call it. Would you say we're in transition between being a podcast and being a video thing? 
Mm-hmm. And once we get, and by the time we get there, we'll be ready to transition into a full-blown TV thing, TV sting, complete with live shows and pre-recorded music and mm-hmm. basically trying to rebuild in our own, in our own mold, something similar to the classic MTV mm-hmm. headbangers ball that everybody claims they missed. Mm-hmm. Or they yeah. do miss. So, do miss, yeah. mm-hmm. so if you miss heavy or MTV Headbangers Ball, and you want to try something new with newer stuff and different music, and you know, not all old stuff, a lot of brand new bands and some of the old stuff to keep it fresh, but um, with shows and commentary and everything else, HeavyMetalTelevision.net.com, HeavyMetalTV.com. It's all, it's all there, and I'm adding it everywhere. So. Tune in, you fucks. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Tune in. You know, and what's great about that, too, Chris, is that, you know, we were discussing a little bit, you know, but we, you know, we talk about this stuff all the time. But, you know, I think that's a great thing also because right now I think music is going through a real, real tough time. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, I mean, it it obviously went through a tough time during COVID. We all know that bands couldn't tour, but it also gave, you know, bands time to write more. Mm-hmm. Give them time to spend time with their families and have a break, stuff that they couldn't probably do, you know, ever before because they were always on the road. Uh, we've heard from a lot of, you know, uh, uh, musicians that said, you know, it was a blessing in disguise because they were able to mm-hmm. spend time with their kids. And so there were some positives in the beginning. There was some, I would say positive, but there was definitely some, you know, some silver linings in there. And sure. Um, but now it's different because it came back live music and everyone's kind of getting, you know, geared up again, getting excited. And it was just a big tease. And then now it's yep. just boom, going right back. I mean, all these shows and tours are getting canceled. I mean, on, on a daily, you know, on a daily occurrence. So um, I think what's good about having this, the heavy metal television with the live stuff, I mean, look, it, it, it's going to give at least metal fans and maybe the musicians will be, you know, they'll they'll want to come on, you know, I think because there's mm-hmm. nothing else going on. So it's it gives something, it, it, I think, in a period right now where we're going to go through now a real, I think, depressed. I mean, I'm not trying to yell negative here, but. Sure. Just psychologically to, to, to this up and down, like, yeah, we're coming back. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. No, we're not. I mean, it's really, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's messing with people's heads. Uh-huh. I'm sure there's people who are probably thinking, you know what? Do I even want to be in this business anymore because of this? Well, dude, how, and, many, how many bands have we seen in the last like four months have a member quit? I know. Yeah. Ton. I, I mean, more than tons. I can ever think of mm-hmm. just in the last like four months. It's like, and, and it's not the huge bands, obviously, but it's the smaller mm-hmm. bands that can't afford to be off work anymore. Exactly. You know, that have had to go and get jobs. And now it's like, okay, well, we're going to go back on tour. And, you know, guy in third tier band bass players, like, yeah, nah, I'm going to keep fixing roofs and making my money. Yeah. You know, I like, I like having food instead of being on a bus or on a, in a minivan mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of that going on. It's it's we're mm-hmm. definitely seeing a big change in at, at least on the rock scene where it's definitely mm-hmm. when when the bands are finally able to play fully. I think you're going to see a lot of bands that don't look the same way as when when we last saw them. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. You know, another thing, too, is, you know, you've got this thing where I mean, vinyl records uh-huh. are now backlogged for like a year, you know, yeah. because of uh, of a lot of the. The stuff that's going on with the shipping uh-huh. across the world right now, all that madness. And so vinyl records are just not available. Right. And so, I mean, and we're talking about some some pretty decent sized labels here that I saw putting uh-huh. stuff out. Like, sorry, you know, people, it's going to be probably right now, there's like a 10 to 11 month backlog yeah. on getting these vinyls pressed up, manufactured. Uh, so on top of shows being canceled, I mean, 
you figure, okay, I can't go see a band live. Well, I can maybe buy some vinyl. That's like, you know, the best. I mean, it depends, you know, it's an opinionated thing, but a lot of people think that's the best way to listen to music. It, you know, it's it's closer, the closest thing to hearing live music as there is, so because it's not all compressed digitally. And even now that they can't listen to because yeah. they're not being manufactured. Dude, so it's, it's, yeah. it's such a big, it's such a big problem, especially again, I'll go back to the small bands and I'll give you an exact example. It's funny you brought this up because this just happened or this was just a conversation I had um, two days ago. I was okay. talking to um, Sam Nyman, who's the lead singer of the band Manimal, which, okay. by the way, if, if you haven't heard that Armageddon record, that is the album of the year. I don't care what anybody says. That is the really? best metal okay. album of the year. Check that out. I haven't heard but, that yet. Okay. But so I'm talking to him, and they they literally today, they released their fifth video from the album. Wow. And the album only has, I think, 11 tracks on it or 12 or something, you know, wow, and, damn. <laughs> and, and they released five. So I asked him, I said, well, why are you releasing so many videos? You're kind of putting out the whole record, you know, ahead of the record. Mm -hmm. And he told me, he said, man, we were supposed to release this album in March, but they decided to wait for the vinyl. So mm. March okay. became May, became August, became now December wow. 3rd. Damn. Which, you know, yeah. And, and and he doesn't have the vinyls yet. It may, wow. it after all that waiting, it may come out without vinyl anyway. Wow. Damn. You know, and, and I think, believe me, I don't think he's the only one. I think that's everybody in the everybody. industry right now. Mm -hmm. It's everybody. Yep. And, mm -hmm. you know, that sucks. I mean. Well, once again, that's another product that these bands can sell to stay alive that uh -huh. they can't sell now. Yeah. Um, so really music, I mean. I mean, people, I, I guess, do still buy CDs. I, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm starting to see that, um, but not not as many much as vinyl. Vinyls right now, I think, the number one selling, sure. you know, musical uh, product. Um, but now you're looking at it as like, okay, so what are they? What could they? How can they make money? T-shirts. Oh. That's uh, that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and, and it's just yeah, it's just uh, like I said, I don't want to turn this into a very negative oh. uh, and depressing. Uh, segment here but it is important just to talk about this stuff because it's like i mean what now you know what what's yeah. going to happen now it's like it's right back to that uh, no one knows they had that right after right when the pandemic hit that was the whole thing everyone's like i don't know you know we're just gonna have to go with the flow but like i said people were using the time wisely to to do some other things record whatever now it's right back to where it was and it's yeah. just got to be so deflating you know mm -hmm waiting that time coming back and going back you know to sure. square one now and and um so well, it's sort of like what's that question is what's next i mean are we just yeah. i don't know <laughs> you I, know i honest you know and the other aspect to this that we're not talking about but i'm starting i've had one guy say it to me i read it again on brave words i think um today or yesterday or whatever the bands themselves that are out there touring not having any fun because mm, yeah. because of all the because of all the restrictions i know wherever yeah. it was that i read it brave words blabbermouth wherever it was uh slash was mm. talking about how miserable they were on the tour because they never mm. left the hotel came wow. from the hotel to the stage played got off the stage went back to the hotel no mm. meets no not wow, even man. meeting with with you know That's promoters right. or anything there's you no know, backstage yeah Mm -hmm. just just that and i'm sure you you saw you know my my interview with kevin martin from candlebox mm -hmm. yeah. you know he said to me he said this is the first time i've ever gone out on on the road and it felt like a job mm -hmm. you know wow, no, yeah. fun. no fun you know just no fun he said it felt like a job like he was just going to work punching a clock mm -hmm. playing his 15 songs 
you know, and that's getting you up to stage. His weekly check. Yeah. Yeah. Back on yeah, the bus. It's, it's, and yeah, well, that's, and, 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 that's going exactly. to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. And, and I mean, and when you look at, I guess you're a musician, you're looking out and everyone's wearing masks. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, that's not, you know, and we've, we've discussed about this before about, you know, would you go to a show and wear a mask or, you know, show a vaccination card, whatever it is, wherever state you live in. I mean, you know, there's a, the good thing is there are some states, you know, Texas is a state that's fully open, what? you know, um, you know, Florida, um, and, you know, we've interviewed some bands from these states and they're like, yeah, everything's good here, but you know, same with them. They don't just want to play locally. They do that all the time. They want to get out there. And, uh-huh. uh, but like you said, I mean, me personally, I just can't do it. You know, it's just because it's, it's again, you're taking away the fun of it. I can't sit there, uh-huh. pull my mask down, take a sip of beer, put it back on. You know, I'm wearing yeah. a mask all day at work. The last thing I want to do is wear a mask when I'm going out watching a show. It's, it's just right. not, that's not the real thing. It's just not. Yeah. Nobody wants to have a medical procedure to go fucking have fun. See show. Exactly. It, it's, just, exactly. it's just, I know, I know. You know, yeah. it's like, I don't want to, sh- I don't want to show my proof of my proof of medical, you know, whatever exactly. capitulation to, mm. to get into a place. I don't want to wear a mask while I'm there. What's next? Wearing an oxygen mask. If I get sweaty, you know, <laughs> I, know, you right? know I mean, <laughs> I mean, what, what the hell, man? It's like, just it's, it's supposed to be hot and sweaty and banging mm. into people. And, you mm. know, I, I'm starting to wonder if we're going to see a resurgence on the live streams. Well, I mean, once again, this is why I think, you know, you're going to see bands who are either going to go, you know what, we're going to, we're going to take a long break. We're just going to, you said, we're going to work. We're going to spend time with our families or friends, whatever they're going to do. Then there's those, you know, artists and musicians and bands that are going to say, well, this is all I know. This is who I am. This is what I do. I'm just going to have to do what I can do, which, like you said, live streams. I mean, yes, I know it's not the best. Like, for instance, I, you know, this uh, band High Desert Queen, they had one the other day for their uh, record release party. And you know it was cool. Them on the stage, they played well, but you know the the, the volume because they did. You know it wasn't like a whole super professionally recorded thing, right? And it, it's just not the same experience. But like I said, oh. some some do put it together. It, it's better than nothing. I mean, I guess that's all I uh-huh. can say. It's better than nothing, especially if it's a band you really like. But if you're a new band, I mean, are you really going to attract fans by a live stream when people don't really know you that well? Yeah, probably not. No. You know what I mean? No. It's not going to happen. I, I mean, the one thing that I think could. And I don't think I don't uh, by by no means am I saying, yeah, live streams, that's the way to go. I'm not saying that at all. That's you know, that's clearly if there's nothing else to do, a live stream is an is an option. Mm. But there's a way bands could do it and still make money if they want to. And it and it's gonna take work. And it's that's and right. it's not gonna be something for the smaller guys. It's definitely gonna be the mm-hmm. seven dust exodus, testament, metallica. You know, from mm-hmm. Seven Dust level to Metallica level bands that could do something like this. Mm-hmm. What they need to do, and I'm going to get a little techie here, but not too much. If they did almost like a residency, rent okay. a club for 30 days or something mm-hmm. and announce a live stream type of a tour, sell the okay. tickets for like 50, 60 bucks a ticket. Everybody that gets it gets a package, gets a, you know, specific T-shirt and a poster and whatever. And then set set each broadcast up for like geolocate it so that if you're not in the state of California, you can't tune in. Mm-hmm. And this would be like the California date, and then have a state of Nevada okay. one do that and, and make it an exclusive, just like right now when they come to town. It's mm-hmm. a, you've seen shows out of town, right? Yes, yes, of course. When you go see a show out of town and they go, Hello, Houston, or something. You're you as the out of town guy are like, 
You're not going to go, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, no, you're just like, oh, fuck Houston, man. What about, what about San Diego or whatever? You know, it's, uh, uh, it's like, say my town, damn it. You know, right? and, so if they did something like that and they made merch that made sense for their town poster that made sense for, you know, you know, Ohio, Ohio's event or something, something that's mm. unique, they could make their money. They could add, and and then you know even people that don't tune in a live stream could still buy the poster or something, sure. and mm-hmm. and they could make their money, you know that way if if they, because the real problem is, as I understand it anyway, is twofold. Number one, if if two or if they get sick, they almost come back with no money, or you know if they have to cancel three to five shows, the small bands are done. Yeah. You know the the bands that aren't the Rolling Stones or Guns and Roses or Metallica, they're toast. They're coming back at a loss. So they can't afford to do that. And then the other thing that I've heard is a big problem is right when COVID first took everything out, Live Nation and um, you know, and what AEG or whatever put those new those new um uh deposits on them to where if a show's canceled, they still don't get back their, dep- their deposit, yeah. <laughs> you know, or or they have to pay what was it? They have to pay back twice the deposit or something mm-hmm. you know it's some crazy thing like if a if a show is canceled because of covid then they have to pay back the deposit plus something okay. like they have to pay a penalty for somebody in the band getting sick and sick at one of their venues that you know more than likely that this the the covid came in through the door either as an, a, mm-hmm. a concert goer or a, a stage hand or mm-hmm. somebody that's hired by live nation or eg Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, that's how AEG's protecting themselves, or Live Nation anyway, is protecting themselves. So mm-hmm. if you're a band, if you're a band that's not making buku money, you get a let's say, let's say a band like Testament, they probably make 10 grand a night. Mm-hmm. If a band like Testament's making 10 grand a night, they get five grand as a deposit. Let's say mm-hmm. that the, that they have to cancel because Chuck Billy gets sick. Now they got to pay back 750 and lose 2500 mm-hmm. on that show. Not sure, yeah. Times five, they just lost twelve thousand dollars. Well, they're coming bucks, home yeah. broke. Yeah. That means they lost more than a show's money. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, and I think one of the things, you know, I was talking to um uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to Tanner Puppet, and he, he made a good he had he had a good um he made a good statement. He was saying, you know, it's you know, the one thing this is gonna do is gonna make the music business look at itself in the mirror, sure. you know. And, and he's right, and, and he says he's like you know it's 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 about time because you know, I guess that we're talking about Live Nation AEG. You know, it's like once again, all this big money, the big conglomerate shit in, in the music business. Now, like I said, I, I get it with the bigger bands. Mm-hmm. You know, what this there is an opportunity here, and that's the thing. Just like I think, I think bands got to look at it as like, look, this isn't what everyone else is quitting. Everyone else is taking breaks. This is their time to go out there and and continue to be hungry. I know they can't go out there, but they can go out there through this and do a million. I mean, like I said, there's a million and one podcast now, as we've seen just since COVID. Um, You know, so they're not going anywhere now since live music's still not back. They're still there. They're still growing. You're going to have to hustle. You're going to have to go on all these podcasts. You're going to have to just basically get real aggressive. And, and and really start doing it once again. Why 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 you got involved in the begin with with this stuff mm-hmm. is for the love of it. It's for the passion of the music. It's for you know people hearing your music and saying, "Ah, oh, this shit's the best." I mean, that's got to make. I don't care how big of a musician you are. 
whenever you've got that reaction, people love your shit. That's got to make you feel so good. So it's sort of like it's going back to like bare bones basics. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. From back in, I mean, if you look at it that way, it could like reset a lot of things in the music business. That's been yeah. so fucked up for so long. You know, and the other thing uh, it's going yeah. to do, too, is mm -hmm. as an to me as a positive thing. I know to some people that look at it as a terribly negative thing. It's going to push these old bands out of the way. Because the mm -hmm. the old bands, by and large, not every one of them, but the bulk mm -hmm. of them, are so so ingrained in doing it the old fashioned the way. Old fashioned way, exactly. And they're they're the ones that are mm -hmm. still complaining about evil illegal downloading and shit. Exactly. That shit is yeah. ten years past being relevant, but you, you still you still see it pop up in mm -hmm. some band that was popular in nineteen eighty seven, saying, "Well, if it wasn't for illegal downloading, we'd be no, you wouldn't. Mm -hmm. There's no illegal downloading." I'm not going to say there's none, but there's very little that's impacting anybody now. It's all fucking free yeah. online anyway. Exactly. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so it's going to push these old bands out of the way Yeah. because these new bands, they don't know nothing about that. They're, they don't mm -hmm. even know what it, they don't have it ingrained in their head that they have to make music to make money mm -hmm. to them. They have to make music. So they have something to play so they can make money. Mm -hmm. You know, they already have a different mindset, just not a platform to do it. And mm -hmm. the platform is clogged up by the old bands. Yep. And and, you know? and the old bands, those guys, they don't know shit about technology. They know Nothing. it. They admit it all the time. Well, these young, these new bands, these young guys know everything about it. Yeah. They're so social media savvy. They're on their phones 24 uh -huh. fucking seven, yeah. you know, which is where you really have to be in a way, you know, to really, you know, get, you know, just to really push your band. You got to get on uh -huh. there and, and get aggressive. Yeah. Some bands are just phenomenal at it. Some bands are terrible, but all the new bands, they know, I mean, they know the technology, they know the social media, they, they know how to work it. They enjoy it. Cause that's how they communicate with each other. They've grown up communicating with each other yeah. that way. So yeah, they're, they're the ones that can really benefit uh, yeah. from this opportunity. This is like you said, it's a great point. It's an opportunity to get the old farts out of the way. Yeah. And these new, and these up and coming musicians, it's, it's their time. If they just grab the bull by the horn and really just, uh -huh. And I think they are, because like I said, they don't know nothing else, especially if a band, you know, started. Like, for instance, that band High Desert Queen, they started yeah. during basically the pandemic, right before sure. it. Mm -hmm. You know, so they're pretty much so a brand new band that really has honed their chops through this whole pandemic. They don't know anything else. So yeah. it's like, this is a great way for those kind of bands to just be like, you can make your way. You know, I mean, another thing we were talking about, I mean, we interviewed that band Crisis last week. Mm -hmm. Love you them. know, just, yeah, great band. Uh, and, and I love what they did. You know, they put out an EP, six songs, I believe, believe it is, and they made a video for each song where it's basically like a, like a short movie, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, once again, creativity, getting thinking outside the box, doing something different mm -hmm. like that, that is definitely going to go a long way. I mean, we watch that; it's funny, it's humorous, it's mm -hmm. definitely going to get you into. Uh, that's just a, a great. Uh, I thought they just did a phenomenal job of marketing themselves that way. By oh, using dude, those strategies, you know. Let's talk about that band for a minute because they Let's might be the marketing kings of anybody. They kidding. didn't. They didn't only make a video for everything to make a short movie. They also the name of the 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 EP is called the Pizza EP. They they designed a pizza box. Then they they <laughs> marketed it to where now they are actually selling pizza. Pizzas. That's they, crazy. They, yeah. They're making what? Chrysix pizza. <laughs> yeah, but they're right. selling around. Where where were they from? Like Spain? From or Spain. Somewhere? They're from Spain, Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they they have they have pizza shops selling yeah. Chrysix pizza, mm -hmm. and you know, and this is all from an idea because the kid used to sell pizza before he got in his band. Yeah. And I mean, just amazing that. But that's that's how it is today. I mean. 
how many bands out there are selling coffee or hot sauce or beer or whatever and they put out a press release for it and that's the end of it they're not committed right. to it mm -hmm. they don't have any real connection to it you know this little band that nobody's really heard of yet this crisis band kick-ass band i mean the music's great i'll, great. I'll sell that to anybody that's mm -hmm. fantastic but on top of it these guys are are hungry you know they're mm -hmm. they're out there really hustling that's going to be the way that rock music and underground music is going to be seen now. It's not mm -hmm. going to be, Hey man, I was out last night and I saw this band in front of kiss and man, they were killer. You know, th that day is done. That day is done. Yep. Mm -hmm. That day, every band yeah. that opens for, I mean, what does kiss have? They have a fucking painter that opens for them. <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. You know, they have a paint and then, you know, me and you always joke about it off the air about Metallica. Talc mm. hasn't brought out a, a relevant underground unheard band since metal they band. Were, yeah, metal band and, and how long? It's been decades. Exactly. Was it Caged Elephant? I think might have been one of the last bands they had took out with them. Yeah, they yeah. It's, uh, and, it's, and, and if it if it is a metal band, it's somebody that's way too super a stat. It's like Lamb of God. Exactly. You know, yep. it's mm -hmm. never Crisis. It's never mm. You know, the best they would do now is like Greta Van Fleet or something. You know, they would mm. think, well, that's one people have, you know, because those yeah. guys are clueless in their ivory mm -hmm. towers. But exactly. You know, yeah. they, they don't they're not part of the scene anymore. The scene, if the I and I've had this conversation with so many of these bands and they all kind of say the same thing. If the old guard's not going to take care of us, then it's up to the up to us to take care of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, there's a lot of. There's so many, I, I want to punch and I do mean just literally rear back and hit somebody until my knuckles break. Every time they say, oh, there's nothing good coming out. Oh, I know, man. That drives me nuts. Fucking yeah. bullshit. It's there's, there. There's tons of good shit out there. Tons. tons. I, I mean, dude, how many great bands have we interviewed in the last, I don't know, three, four months, just, just in the last three or four months. I mean, Artusia, Pyrosaint. Crisis, mm -hmm. Artifice. Uh, I mean, mm -hmm. these are all bands that I would tell anybody to buy. Anybody Absolutely. that likes a, a, a certain, and, and nobody's heard of them. I guarantee you, High Desert Queen, another one. Mm -hmm. People don't know these names, and they're just like, well, they must suck because I haven't heard of them. Exactly. Well, that's yep. bullshit. Mm -hmm. Where would you have heard of them? There's no radio to play them. There's no real TV to play them. There's, you know, there's 6,000 podcasts. Every one of them is like, well, I can interview Crisis, or I can interview donnie v well i'll take donnie mm -hmm. v because he has more old fans mm -hmm. no you're yeah. still gonna get the same fucking hundred downloads so down on interview the smaller band exactly you know help yeah. them out you know yeah. but people don't want to do that they settle in on the on the news why we're doing what we're doing with um with aftershocks mm -hmm. it's why exactly. we're gonna aftershocks off to give these guys a fair shot on a platform that also does feature the big stuff so that they can you know they can get their due Exactly. No guts who we're gonna who we're gonna I think we're attaching to, to this one that we talked to. Mm -hmm. You know, people don't know, people do not know this band guts. There, I would say of our audience, seven of every ten would like guts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Seven exactly. Yeah. So well, if they gave him a chance, you know, yeah. that's the thing. Well, well that's know? it. Is is if you but if you saw I, I I'll tell you, I'm just being as honest as I can here. The way the band spells their name is G-U-H-T-S. Mm -hmm. If I just saw that, saw that name, if it pa passed me on Spotify or whatever, there is a 0% chance I click on that. But you click on it. I know. <laughs> you you know? know, that, and that's the band's fault. The band should, 
you know, just what was the name of this band? I, I, I saw a band yesterday. It might be the all timer for, um, for, uh, names that just the band name They're They're a modern rock band and mm-hmm. just the name. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the name. I just found it. Cause I texted it to Toomey. I, I just texted it to him with just the message of, of this band dead on arrival. Mm-hmm. Now I, I'm going to tell you, honestly, I have not heard a note of it, even though I have the album. Okay. Haven't heard a note. Now you tell me that you would ever listen to this band. Here's the name. As within, so without. Oh, good Lord, man. I, I, those, you know, those names, like what was the other one that was out years ago? And you'll know it. You'll know it's by the trail of the dead. You know, these kind of names of these yeah. bands. That's, I mean, that's, we, we could spend a whole segment on that itself, oh, man, know, with these but, terrible names, you know? But, but yeah, it's my, my that's point is, is, is going back to what we're talking about. You know, the bands, a lot of the bands do have a lot better sense of marketing mm-hmm. and the ones that don't, you know, the problem we do have right now is that anybody with a, with a guitar and a computer can make a record. Mm-hmm. The ones that don't know how to market, like as within, so without they're done. <laughs> yeah, they're man. done. Who's going to click on that? Uh, not me. I mean, and, and listen, and, and we're, we're, I'm very open minded. I usually don't even care too. too much about Ben Baines, but you're right. When I hear a name like that, it just, it has like a, I don't know what it sounds a little uh, pretentious. If you want to say, maybe it is, you know what well, I mean? Here, here's a picture of the band to go with as within no without. Yeah. Like Are you, you clicking said, on that? I'm skipping right over it. Exactly. Skipping you know right over I mean? it. Now, now yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I so far have skipped right over it. Okay. So you haven't heard it. Okay. No, not at all. They might be the best band in the world. Mm-hmm. They might be the greatest band. I'm never going to hear. Because I can promise you, I'm <laughs> yeah. never gonna to hear to as yeah. within, no mm-hmm. without, or whatever. So yeah. without, I'm never gonna hear it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's, ridiculous. It's terrible. I know. <laughs> uh, I know, but, but but like getting back to what we were saying, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, um, it is though the time. This is the time for the for uh-huh. the for the small bands. You it know, is. I mean, y- yeah, you're gonna have those those fans out there who are gonna say, like you said, you brought it up. Oh, I haven't heard them before. Well, they must not be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it's like, and that's, which is like the most narrow-minded thinking I've, you know, I can, uh-huh. you know, that there's out there. Um, but this is their time. I mean, there are, like I said, there are people because of those older bands, you know, they're, they're waiting to be on tour. They're waiting, you know, even if they do a live stream, uh, you know, they're charging a lot of money. You know what sure. I mean? It's like these live streams should, should not be costing a lot of money. Um, like I think I remember clutch did when it was like five bucks or 10 bucks. Yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's fine. I'll pay 10 bucks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not the real deal. But if you charge trying to charge 30 bucks yeah, that's for, nuts. for a live stream. So what, you can have it up close and they can tell a story. And that's the thing too. They get intimate. You know, like I said, I'm going to bring up clutch. Yeah. When they, when they did it last year, that, that to me is probably the best uh, live stream I've seen because they did it in their practice room, mm-hmm. um, which is a cool, they got a real cool practice room. They played a lot of songs. They normally don't play like they went back to their old catalog. Sure. So they played those songs, which is great. And they, they, in between songs, they would tell stories about the songs. Oh, this came from, uh-huh. you know, when we did this. I mean, that's something that you can't necessarily, you know, usually do when you're on stage at a club when you, you've only got, say, an hour and a half or two hours to go right. and you got to get out by a certain time. You can take your time. Get intimate with the with, with the fans on uh-huh. live stream. Let them chime in. Maybe take some questions, which I've seen some sure. bands do, which is great. I mean, that's how you're going to retain the fans and keep them coming back. Uh-huh. You know, if you're just going to be like, oh, yeah, it's 30 bucks, pay, watch us live. Nice to see you. We're out, not going to work. You know what I mean? It's not a live setting. And a lot of bands, older bands are lazy. They don't want to do that. 
right. it's going to be those younger, hungrier bands. Uh -huh. This is their their chance to really say, you know what, out with the old guard and with the new. Exactly. We're, we're here, and 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 it's our time now. I mean, it's it, it's it really is. I mean, like you said, yes, they're going to have to bust their ass. It's going to be, you know, it's going to take, uh, you know, uh, definitely a, a lot of work to do it. Yeah. But you know, the way these these kids know uh, social media. That's really how it starts anyway. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So it's just like, it's it's really their time. It really is. Yeah. And, and, and you know, as far as our side of it, the promotional side of it, mm -hmm. and I don't only mean us, I mean everybody. Everybody mm -hmm. needs to take a stand on that as well. Everybody needs to mm -hmm. promote these underground bands. You know, you mm -hmm. cannot, first of all, if, if, if and I'm not only speaking for us, I'm going to talk podcast-wide across mm -hmm. the board. Other than a, if other than a celebrity doing a podcast, mm -hmm. if you're Joe Nobody and you're doing a podcast, interviews do not generate clicks. Mm -hmm. They don't. Yeah, I, don't I know. They don't. They I don't, don't care who you're interviewing. You know, I I just did the first interview with David Ellison since mm -hmm. the jerk off thing. Yeah, first mm -hmm. thing. Great interview too. Yeah. Thank you. But two thousand plays on YouTube. Now that's mm -hmm. a decent amount of play, but it's two thousand. Sure. Megadeth has played in front of 20 million. Yeah. And I got 2000 clicks on the first interview and it's in, it's on every news site as mm -hmm. a first interview. David Ellison does since mm -hmm. the sex scandal, mm -hmm. 2000 interviews don't draw no tons of attention. So go into it knowing that and mix it up. Some mm -hmm. bring yeah. a new band to get their 400 new friends, new fans to hear them. And and hopefully 40 of them will give it a listen, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and, and the other thing, and it's something you and I just started doing is it's not for everybody, but if you are a Spotify user and yes. you listen to our podcast on Spotify, uh, Spotify has now made it that we can put at least song samples at the beginning and end of each interview. Yep. So mm -hmm. when we do a band like, like guts or like crisis or whatever, We'll put a song at the beginning and a song at the end so that you can at least catch 30 seconds of it. And if you like it, click it and mm -hmm. give the whole album a listen. That, none of that costs you anything. Exactly. Yeah. It, it doesn't cost you anything. And you can discover so much great music. And, you know, again, can't speak for everybody that has a podcast, but I can speak for me and you and pretty much guarantee you if one of us doesn't like it, if both of us don't like it, that, that interview ain't happening. That's, <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's a guarantee. Yeah. But if one of us likes it, one of us doesn't, the one that likes, it's probably going to do the interview. interview exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and we're going to approach it from a standpoint of, we like the music. We're not going to bring you just, Hey, here's a horse shit band, but they're it's a band. Heard of, so, yeah. So listen you know, to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Listen to the interview. Yeah. No, we're going to no. bring, like you said, bring samples. So it's like, you play a sample before the interviews happens. Okay. That piqued my interest. Let's listen to this band. Right. What are they about? Great. At the yeah. end, here's another sample. Now you're gonna go and check out the music because if you like uh -huh. both samples and you're like, that's my kind of shit, yeah, you gotta go check it out. And which is like you said, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, Spotify through Anchor right there. I mean, I think that's right. that's something that's been needed because it is you can't play music on these podcasts. And you're right. I listen, I there's a bunch of other podcasts I'd listen to. I would listen to those interviews with no name bands if I could listen sure. to some music, you know. Uh -huh. But yeah, who's gonna want to listen to a half hour interview with a band you never heard of? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and no one's gonna want that. Yeah. And the problem is, is a lot of podcasts used to put music in their podcasts yeah. un until about two years ago. And then two mm -hmm. years ago, and I believe it was either Google or Spotify or maybe both, 
both cracked down on it. Yeah, Apple did too. The yeah, and it was and it was it was clearly not copyright infringement. It was guys playing 30, 40 seconds of clip, mm-hmm. you know, in the in the podcasts, and they were just getting zapped. They mm-hmm. were getting their episodes zapped. So now, you know, Spotify trying to build, and I know what they're doing. They're trying to build their own listenership back up on Spotify. Sure, on Spotify, yeah. But we'll take advantage of it as much as as much as we can. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, as it stands right now, Spotify. They let us play some music clips. We're going to play those music clips. Yeah. Allegedly in the next month or two, Spotify is going to let us put the full videos on Spotify. Yeah. So, so Mm -hmm. it'll be like a full video a full video um, experience. If you use Spotify for Mm -hmm. be able to see the videos, I'm thinking if they're letting the podcasters have video, I'm thinking they're going to put the videos on Spotify. And then you you can have a full video experience on Spotify too. So, you know, yeah, you know, I, I mean, I mean, there's ways, there's ways mm-hmm. to hear the music. And before some of you judgmental people that are still, you know, that still think that the only way a band could be good is if they're called Deep Purple and they they had a hit in 1971. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you know, you're just wrong. Listen mm-hmm. for, and I don't care what kind of music you like. If you liked new metal. There's a bunch of bands making new metal right there now. There is everything, good. man. Yeah. You know, the the classic rocky stuff, the you know, the if you liked Caius as an example. Mm-hmm. There's is that the one that you just interviewed sounds like a dead ringer for that stuff, that High Desert Queen. High Desert Queen, yeah, sure. It's mm-hmm. right into that mix. Now, right in that mix, yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I I and we've interviewed a bunch of those bands, uh, Witch Skull. Which if you like Black Sabbath? One. If you like Black yep. Sabbath, you there's no way you can't. You love Witch Skull, exactly, you exactly, know? yeah, exactly. You know, there's just tons of them out there. Joyous Wolf, you mm-hmm. know, bands like that, or Rival Sons, or Dirty Honey, or you know, and I know those mm-hmm. are a little more popular, but mm-hmm. you know, the Dust Coda. If you've if you like any of those bands I just listed, check yeah. out the Dust Coda. That's another mm-hmm. band sounds just like that that nobody's talking about. Yeah, and it's great. Exactly. Just because they're not opening for Metallica doesn't yeah. mean they're not a great band. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, I mean, I, I think it's one of those things too. You're not going to change the old guards listening habits. It's just not going to oh. happen. They're stuck in their ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you can encourage them, but they're not. Um, I think it's really a certain age group, you know, the, the like around our age group, since technology was starting to come in around, you know, uh, around our age group from your age to mine in that area. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, our generation that in that age group is going to be more receptive to check because, you know, we, we grew up too. you know, why watch MTV or I would watch it or headbangers ball. Right. I didn't watch headbangers ball because I wanted to hear, you know, the Metallica video from three years ago. I, I yeah. turned into it because I wanted to hear some new metal music yeah. that I, I, that I couldn't find anywhere else. It wasn't on, on, you know, commercial radio. Um, maybe a college radio if you had that in your neighborhood, but I didn't really have that when I was real young. I didn't have any of right. that. So where can I listen to? I had a commercial radio. I had a Sunday night show that played metal, uh-huh. you know, uh, every other week, I think. I don't think it was every week. And then I had MTV. It has Bringers Ball. So that's why I listened to it. Yeah. You know, um, and of course, listen, you're going to have those listeners who they like their corner. They like, I'm a, I'm a Metallica, Kiss, uh, Guns N' Roses, yeah. ACDC fan, and that's what I listen to. Okay, that's fine. Okay. But the ones who do like a little bit more of the underground stuff or did like it, huh. they're, I mean, they're the ones that, you know, are going to maybe have open minded to, to kind of go out there and maybe, you know, try to uh, try to discover some new bands. Sure. But at the same time, like you said, it's it's 
you know, I, I think I was just thinking of a thought before I wanted to say, like, for instance, now we're doing with heavy metal television. You said you get, you're able to, to do it live now. We're able to do the things right. live, the shows live. Well, any bands out there, um, it's a great opportunity. Maybe they can live stream their stuff through heavy metal television sure. as well. You know, so it's another uh, another platform that that heavy metal television is presenting for hungry bands. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, once again, it's it, I think I think also metal has to once again rise from the grassroots sort of level thing. You know what I mean? It was always an underground type of music. It was always think about how it got big in the 80s was because of the tape trading and the fanzines. It built up that buzz uh -huh. where people were tra trading tapes and it was fanzines that were thrown, each, you know, uh, mailing each other their fanzines from all over the, the, the world, from the UK to, to, you know, United States down to yeah. South America. It was everywhere. So that's how it started. That's what made it so big. And all of a sudden, you know, next thing you know, it's becoming mainstream. Uh -huh. I think that kind of stuff has to happen again. Obviously, you don't have to start mailing stuff because yeah. we've got the Internet. We've got technology. But it has to start with that. And like I said, I, I, I really think. You know, if these younger bands can, can sort of bond with each other, you know, I, I was talking to High Desert Queen. I mean, it looks like that scene in Texas and Austin, that's what these bands are doing. Sure. And and that's a great thing because that's how it's got to start. You got to start with your local area, build up bonds with your bands, play shows together, help each other out. That's, you know, I mean, think about back in the day. That's when there was scenes built with Seattle or, you know, what sure. other cities. That's how it all came about. That's how, you know, this music and, and that style of music became you know, um, you know, it got notoriety across the globe because yeah. of that, you know, and it, yeah. it needs to kind of go back to that in some sort of capacity. Yeah. Well, you know, my, my it, just needs, yeah. it just needs to stop being competitive right now because the that's a good point. Mm -hmm. there, it's competition yeah. for nothing. You mm -hmm. know, there's no, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's, there's no, there's no reason to be the best band that plays in front of 40, 40 people, people yeah, at exactly. a club. Mm -hmm. First of all, the half the clubs ain't even open in any anymore. And second of all, what good does that do you? It's better to make friends with, look, as much as me and you will kind of goof on some of the bands that Tanner interviews, you know, the, the peeling flesh or stuff like that every <laughs> once in a while, I'll give it to the guy. He takes care of his boys. Does, and, yeah. and in the end, it's going to work out to where Madras never has a problem getting a gig. Ever. Oh, no. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. even if they're not the headliner, he knows somebody. He could probably play every weekend if he wants to. Yeah, he he's grassroots. I mean, like he just did a thing down in uh, I saw in San Diego. It was like a San Diego's metal swap beat yeah. that he did, which was uh -huh. I thought you know, uh, which is cool too. Because right there, that, that's a community right there, right? Everyone's uh -huh. going to a metal swap meet in San Diego. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're you know they're dedicated to this music, and you know it's of their course. passion. And so you're building, like you said, he's building his, you know, he's, he's promoting his own band through it, but he's also building that community thing, which he's so good uh -huh. at doing, which he's done in Orange County. And uh, yeah, I, I think what he's doing, uh, like I said, he, he's, and that's why I think it's got to start. I think it's, you know, he's a younger guy. He's like 30 years old. Uh -huh. He's, you know, he's been around forever and his band's been around for a long time, but he's gotten on labels because of it, you know, um, because he has those connections and, and has that communication with people in the community. He, he treats it that way. That I think is the way, it's it, it hopefully I'm not saying it has to go, but it, it hopefully it goes you know back to that kind yeah. that way of of you know bringing fans, artists, musicians together. You don't have to sound all cliche ish, but yeah. that's it. Really, as simple as that. It's not it's not rocket science. You know, it yeah. really is. It's just it has to come from a genuine place inside. You know, uh, yeah. people and yeah. And to be clear, it's never going back to well, we're going to sign with this label and they're going to put three million dollars exactly. It. That, that's never. done. That's, that's done. Fun. And to be honest, that should be done because every one of those bands came back broke. 
Came back broke. All their fans spent twenty dollars to buy one of their discs or, she, or records, uh, and spent money on shirts. And in the end, they were broke. So you know, yeah, we got the music, but the band couldn't continue because they got fucking ripped off. You know, yeah. so well, it's, and that's, um, if, if yeah. you were if you weren't one of the very few that became huge, the Metallica, mm. Slayer, Anthrax, Metallica, you know, the, those types of bands. If you weren't one of them. If you were Metal Church, Testament, Dokken, Testament. You know, if you were one of them bands, pff, find me one of those guys that would that has two band members that are say, yeah, you know what? I made like five million dollars and I'm living comfortably. Yeah, you won't find any. You know what you'll find? You'll find them playing fucking Reggie's in Chicago. You know, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. happy, happy as hell that they could still get out there and play. Sure. Mm-hmm. So they can make their living. Yeah, exactly. You know, a lot of them. I, how many guys are out there right now that are in their 70s? I know it's crazy, man. You know? It's crazy, yeah, but you know why? Because none of them have any money. They didn't have money, but what's again? No, but you know, metal was a passion thing. You yeah. know, what I mean, it, it all stemmed from that, right? It was mm-hmm. an out, outcast type of music. Mm-hmm. It's too fast. It was too much noise. People, oh, it's not technical enough because you yeah. know, after after the seventies and all the mm-hmm. prog stuff, it was just like the, the expectations were so high. Punk came along, and they that kind of set the standard for metal. I think later on, because it's like, listen, you don't have to play you know, all these arpeggios and all these crazy, you know, chord changes. You could just you go out, play some mm-hmm. simple chords, write some good lyrics that are catchy that hit people's, you know, p- hit people right where, you know, it hits sure. them right in the heart, right in the gut. And that's all it is. That's all, that's all it's about. You know, sure. that's how all that underground stuff got huge. That's how the Metallica's got huge. I mean, yeah, you had, of course, you had, you had to have some musical yeah, talent have, and ability. Talent stuff, of course. But, yeah. Dude, how many of those bands, if we asked them, and maybe I'll start asking the question just because I'm curious and I think it'd be a fun question. Mm-hmm. How many of those bands would take back those half a million dollar videos and make a ten thousand dollar video oh, yeah right now sure you know mm-hmm. i i mean how many and i don't mean the big bands i'm talking about how many of the kick tracys of the world uh-huh. would have yeah. would have loved to take it i i think i heard that the, the singer of that band once say that they spent two hundred thousand dollars on <sighs> on that video for no rules and that song didn't sell 200 copies no that no you know that band yeah. was lousy and mm-hmm. and and they spent two hundred thousand dollars on a video. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, that back. Well, I think back then, you know, videos that was the way, right? If you had a good video, you had to, you know, you wanted to get an MTV, so you you wanted uh-huh. to put a lot of your money into a video so the MTV would pick it up. But a band like Kick Tracy too, when they came out, that music was pretty much just about done anyway. Yeah. I mean, it was, well, it was, that, it was and that's right the point. To, is, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, them, all those bands put out these crazy expensive videos back in mm. that day the danger mm. dangers of the world yeah. Trickster oh, and you know and yep. ugly kid joe and mm-hmm. every one of those bands is broke yeah there's a mm-hmm. direct correlation to that too they mm-hmm. spent all their money to where they were deep in debt and mm-hmm. by the time by the time their hits had run out so too had they were still a long way from paying back their debt mm-hmm and and what happens when a band starts off? They do a little. They they start off doing okay, maybe make a little money, and then all of a sudden they go broke. They yeah. break up. You know, I mean, right. they break up, and, and then you know. So it's like, and that's a, that's kind of a lesson, right? These these younger bands, look, don't worry. Uh, yeah. I should say even younger, just these newer bands, because you know a lot of these these newer bands aren't really young. You know, that's the one right. thing I'm learning too. Um, but. You know, which I think benefits because I think people by the time they, they you know are in their thirties and forties they have a different outlook. But it, it's keeping it simple, man. It's that whole keep it simple, stupid thing. Yeah. Just keep it yeah. simple. 
don't if, if the less you think about being a rock star, you know, they think about back in the in the days that metal and punk and all that, it was the antithesis of being a rock star. So they yeah. weren't even thinking about it. It no. was a total, you know, it was a total rebellion against it. And because of that, that's why people liked them and everyone jumped on it because it was right. genuine. You know, it came from a total genuine place. Yeah. And, and yeah. just for, for the younger bands, don't spend so much money on a video. Yeah. You don't need an idea. You don't need a story. I'm going to be honest. You need four iPhones on on tripods. Absolutely. And, and go. You need. go. Set your iPod on 4K. Hit it. Hit the button. Hire yourself a guy off of Fiverr for 500 bucks to sync everything. Mm -hmm. Throw the track under it. Do a performance video. Exactly. That's all anybody wants to. That's all anybody's looking at. It. You know what? Absolutely. I, without looking, and and if anybody can do it, please email me, and I'll send you a book or something. If, as long as you're not lying, tell me the plot of any video that's current in the last three months. Any. Not tell good. me the plot. <laughs> you yeah, me, man. Yeah, of course you not. Yeah. There's no. how many videos released a week that well, we get the press releases for on YouTube? Fifty. Yeah. yeah. Fifty a week. Sure. Two in three months. What's that? Four, 200, 600 videos. We can't name the plot to one of them. I know yeah, that right. tells you something. Well, I mean, well, video, like you said, a great point. All I want to see in a video is I want to see what the band members look like. I want to see mm -hmm. that, you know, how they, they present themselves and I want to hear the music. It's as simple as that. I don't, I, hear, I, don't I don't need, I don't need Janie's got a gun. I don't need no. those kind of videos with a big story to it. And I mean, I, I, that was a thing back in the day. Once those kind of videos came out, I started losing interest. Yeah, but it's like, and then they'd get professional actors and actresses and it's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know I mean, exactly. I want to hear the music, not the uh -huh. story, you know, it's a, or, yeah. cause they wanted to win an MTV music award. That was what it's all about right back then. Right. So uh -huh. that's why they spent $300,000 on a video yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I just, I just want to see if the band looks like they're going to bring it live in case I decide to go see them bring it live. bingo bingo that's exactly. it you know if i mm -hmm. see a video and they're just all standing there okay well i'm not gonna go see them but dude i'll tell you one of one of my favorite bands that's out today and they're they're a little bit of an older band but they're still they still bring it hard and they're not known really at all mm -hmm. is um my favorite sepultura clone ectomorph okay yeah you, you know about that. Mm -hmm. but nobody knows who they are except no. me <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. but, but I, I love this band ectomorph they have like 10 albums they're all fantastic if you like and again this is that well i like sepultura i wish somebody sounded like them this is there a band you, that you really would not know is not sepultura unless you looked at them mm -hmm. but what do they do they do all performance videos Nice. They do them in a desert somewhere sometimes, but you know to have a little different that, background. I, I love those videos. That's what I it's all about. Too. Yeah. But but basically every video of them, just them rocking it, and that's it's like, mm -hmm. and that's all they need. They've made a fan out of me just doing that. Just doing that. Yeah. See, that's it. Keep it simple. Keep yeah. it to the music. Mm -hmm. And yeah, don't get too don't, don't get too cute. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. Like Crisis, you know, that was a, a cool, humorous, like you sure. know, video segments they have. Unless you could do something like that, okay, that's unique. Yeah, but you know, there's, there's I'll, I'll be some that do it well. Like, yeah. what's the other band? Um, God damn it, Eric Kluber's band. Um, oh, Void Vader, yes, Void yes. Vader. They they do they, funny. They do too, too. They do. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. You know, but for the most part, most of these bands. Sorry to break burst your bubble, but you ain't that creative. Well, you're you not know? that funny either. Yeah, <laughs> you know? well, you're not that funny. You're not yeah. that creative, and you don't have enough money to pay somebody to make you look that creative. Mm -hmm. So yep. don't do it. Don't do what it. you do well is play songs yeah find a location where you can yeah. go set up your instruments like you said get three or four freaking ipads i mean uh iphones uh you know on um on tripods or on whatever. tripods yeah 
and that's it. Record them all, do the different angles, and that's it. You got yourself a video. That's all you need. We went yeah. that band Duquesne, that, you know, that we did. Yeah. They 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 did it with two iPhones. That's exactly what they did with two iPhones. They did it in some field in West Virginia. Uh-huh. Uh, they got they got their cars, so the lights from their cars were used as the light lighting. <laughs> yeah. They just put them on, and that's all they did. It was a cool right. video, man. It was cool because that was them too in their element. That's what they would do. You know, they'd hang out in a in a you know wooded area. They drink beer yeah. and, and do their thing, and so that was it was genuine as hell. They're, they're, uh-huh. That's who they are, you know. Right. And yeah. here's the marketing genius of doing it that way: iPhone, iPhone, i to Apple, mm-hmm. send them your video. Tell them what you did. Yeah, that's a good point. Isn't that what they promote now anyway? They Isn't promote. that the commercials that they sell is like guys doing movies on their iPhones? Mm-hmm. Yep. They might actually use your video. They then might. you're going to be in a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, totally. You know? yeah. So there, there's opportunity I get to, to round this out. Yeah. There's so much opportunity for these younger bands, for these newer bands. And the bands have to step up. I honestly believe that guys like us have to step up. Absolutely. Yeah, and, you know, everybody has to step up and promote it. You you can't just rely on the 30 and 40 year old bands anymore because they are dying off. They are breaking mm-hmm. up. They are going away. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and just to be honest about it, the ones that aren't kind of suck now. I'm with you, man. You know, I mean, I'm, I, I listen, I don't want to see, Personally, man, I don't really want to, I mean, unless it's a, a yeah, a classic band, I don't want to see 60-year-old, you know, I don't get me wrong, like the, you get all these thrash bands, you know, the Exodus yeah. and Testaments, they're still out there because they're putting out still really good music. Sure. So it's great seeing them out there. I mean, it is, and I'll always, uh-huh. you know, but but let's be honest, right? They're in their late 50s now. They're pushing 60. Yeah. It, time is is, you know, they probably got like a decade, around a decade left, if, if probably less than that. You know, probably. five, five to ten years anywhere in that span, uh-huh. you know, playing this kind of music. Um you know, and we talk about this all the time about what's next, but I, I don't want to see, you know, eighty-year-old freaking Rolling Stones. I don't want to see no. these these. these ba- it's uh, that, that time's over. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. It's like you know, even when I had to see Black Crows, you know, they sounded really good. Sure, but they're another band too. It was like I I'll be honest with you, I was just as excited seeing Dirty Honey because sure. they're the new band. You know, uh-huh. and they were they then they just. Just the way they did a show, you could see the energy is different, you know, than Black Roses. You know, like I said, I get it. They're aging. It's a stuffer. Um, mm-hmm. They don't have as much energy on there. They're already successful, too. They're not as hungry. Yeah. This is definitely a tour to make money with the Shake Your Money Maker, you know, uh, playing the whole mm-hmm. album. So it's the Dirty Honeys that know they got to go out there and kick ass and and, and, yeah. and build up their fan base. And look, I, I, we and you, this was, you know, both of us are the same, uh, you know, mentality where we, we want to see those those bands, those, those young, yeah. hungry bands. I, I don't, I mean, to me, the black, it was great watching the black crows, but I, I was just as excited to see dirty honey as I was the black crows. Yeah. You know, it yeah. was, I went, when I saw dirty honey, when they opened for slash and mm-hmm. they weren't announced, that was, okay. it was before they were even really known. And the only reason I knew about them at all was because I was interviewing, I was interviewing Mark from the band literally the next day. Oh, I wow, had okay. an interview scheduled the next day to interview him. And so we walked into the venue and, and we, you know, I'm going to be honest. We tried to time it right for the start of the show. Like Uh I had called ahead to find out when to, when to slash hit the stage. Okay. Found out, got there five minutes before that. And they said, Oh, there's an opening band. And I was like, mother fuck. You know, know, Uh and then we walked in, I saw the big old dirty honey. And I was Uh like, oh, this is going to rule. My friends were like, who the hell is Dirty Honey? And I was like, oh, you'll see, you'll see. And literally 
when they started, it was at the um, Roxino, which is a MGM casino. Okay. And I think it holds like 2,500 or 3,000 or whatever. Mm. There was one person in the in the entire room standing up when Dirty Honey started. Me. You. <laughs> you know, everybody else sitting on their ass, mm. hands like this. All yeah, of course. Yeah. Like they're pissed off like I was because they didn't yeah. want an open band. They thought uh -huh. it was just going to be two hours of Slash. And by the end of it, everybody's up in their seats, jamming, clapping, dancing. Everybody was in it because they have that kind of energy that we have not, that truthfully the nineties took away, mm -hmm. you know, the, the nineties with grunge. And then honestly, most of the bands of the two thousands did not bring super energy that they shared with the audience. I mean, a band like corn had a lot of energy, but mm. they kept it on the stage. They didn't, they didn't like encourage, they didn't even talk to the crowd. You mm. know, they just came out, did their thing. And obviously a band like disturbed, you could screw David Draymond's feet to the floor and he wouldn't care because he doesn't move anyway on stage. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, those types of bands, they didn't, they didn't it, interact. Yeah. Well, they, they came from over a place of, of anger and, yeah. and uh, that kind of aggression where you uh -huh. said the eighties the, the was more of like a party, you know, right. let's have a good time atmosphere, uh -huh. you know? Yeah. Mm. And this new, the, the new wave, a lot of these bands that I've seen, the newer ones, they do tend to have that, that energy, that, that drive to connect with the crowd mm -hmm. you yeah. know and that's been missing and yeah. it's it's an element that people could use to you know to to make some noise exactly well and, and the thing is you know when i do and just quickly like you said we will we'll start wrapping this up but when i see the bands that, that grab me these younger bands are the ones that know how to get on stage and to put on a show sure you know you, anybody can get up there play a great set you know what i mean that's uh -huh. fine but but all the you know all the bells and whistles and the extras you do like like when Dirty Honey was on there I remember it was like they would introduce okay here's you know so and so the bassist and he'd go up and start playing a bass solo I mean sort of like yeah. they used to do back in the old days mm -hmm. you know uh, it was another band I saw a couple of years ago called a Great Electric Quest right of San Diego they're one of those sort of like uh, uh, new wave of traditional heavy metal bands and they I mean I mean they got a huge ovation in in San Jose here um it was at this uh, sort of mini festival they had high on fire played okay. big business a couple of big name bands Mosh generator was there and dude they could because they were getting on speakers jumping off I mean it was like an old school you know sure. metal show and it was I don't even think people really were were so much focused on their music mm -hmm. it was the show it was how much fun it was watching them do things that I hadn't seen a, a band do in a long time sure. since, you know, the old days of the Judas Priest and all that stuff. So um, it, it's, it's got to be more than just getting up there playing music. You know what I mean? It, it, I think it's like if you really want to gain that kind of audience, you got to put on an actual show, move around. I mean, Glitter Wizard, that was another band I saw. Great sure. show they put on. Entertaining, funny, great music, everything. Got it all. Mm -hmm. The costumes, everything. So, I mean, I think that's something that's, uh, you know, that also um, – if, if bands really want to, I guess, take that next step, that's something that needs to be worked on. Cause that's something we saw all the time in the eighties and the seventies was the great show showmanship, right. you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully so. it comes back. Healthy. But anyway, all right, man, well, this has been fun back to mm -hmm. uh, doing aftershocks tremors again. Absolutely. And uh, anything else we want to uh, end with here before we uh, wrap it up? No, just, just stay tuned to us. Uh, CMSPN.com or aftershockstv.com or heavymetaltelevision.net or anywhere else you know we're everywhere so but those are the those are probably the big three if you go to one of those you'll find everything we're doing 
Awesome. All right. Remember, we're doing this every week now, so you got to get used to uh, hearing our uh, our voices and, and seeing our uh, beautiful faces here. And yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> all right. Take care, everybody. All right. Peace.